Hi, and welcome to all those of you who are watching this sermon online. We have been working our way as a church through the book of Nehemiah. Now, before we start chapter 12, which is where we're up to in the series, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever done a project? During lockdown, we have done several projects in our home. We have put up shelves and we have redecorated rooms. And the best thing for me about doing any project like that is when you get to the end of it and you can look back and you can see what you've accomplished. There's a sense of celebration. There's a sense of being able to see what you have achieved, but not only seeing what you've achieved, but seeing the outworking of that achievement knowing that there's going to be greater comfort in rooms because it's how you now like it, whether practically things is it's going to work better in your home. And so we get a glimpse of that in chapter 12. We get a glimpse of how the people are feeling at the end of this rebuilding of a wall that Nehemiah was sent to rebuild, that he had this passion to go back to his own people and to rebuild this wall, to bring people together who he led really well to bring about change, to bring about restoration. You know, that God just used this real mix of people, this real mix of Israelites uh, to bring about restoration. And, And so this is where we're at in our series. Looking back to see what God has achieved through his people, but also looking forward. You know, God had restored so much to this people through this very short period of time. You know, a restoration of justice, a restoration of the word of God and the centrality of the word of God in the midst of the the people, but also a returning back of the people to himself. That God's ultimate aim with the people was to bring them back to himself. And we see this in chapter 12. In chapter 12, we see this uprising of celebration. We see this uprising of worship and sacrifice as the people are responding to what God has done. And what they're doing is they're celebrating the joys of what God has achieved in their midst, but also it is a looking forward. And so it's very easy with Nehemiah just to think this story is about a rebuilding of a wall. And it is so much more than that. You know, this there is a declaration of joy amongst the people, not just because they have something to protect them, but because God was achieving something in the midst of them. They were returning back to him. They were turning back to being a community where God was truly at the centre. And this wasn't just the climax of what God was doing. He was setting up a people where he would bring new life to them as they learn out what it meant to be a people. You know, so they are now remembering what it means to be a people who worship and be a, be a people who are sacrificial in the way they live out their lives with one another. You know, they, they were looking back at this point and they were looking back at the promise that God had given them to make them a people, a people that would belong to him, a people that were going to be blessed by, them, by God, but also that they might become the light of the world, that God's intention for his people right throughout history was always about making a people in whom his light would shine and through whom his light would shine. And this is what he's achieving with this group of people that they were always meant to be a blessing. They were always meant to extend the goodness of God to those around them. And so how does that work for us? How do we think about that, this story in light of who we are? Because God is still rebuilding. He is rebuilding the church. You know, especially at this time when we think about change, when we think about coming out of lockdown and, and rebuilding what God might do with us and in us. 
This is a story for us too, as we start to think about the restoration of certain things that God might do in us, but a new hope that he might do something new. Again, you know, we've got to be really careful with the story that we don't get distracted by the material accomplishments. That God was doing something so, something so much greater than something that was material. That this story isn't about a war, it's about God. Just as much as the whole of scripture is about God, who he is, his nature, and how that's revealed throughout history. And we see this with Nehemiah, that he had that in mind even before he started this project. And right at the beginning of Nehemiah, he says that God is great and he's awesome. He keeps his covenant of love to those who love him and obey his commands. This is always like in the mind of Nehemiah as he was setting out on this wall, this project that he had in mind. And so this vision that he had was not really about restoration of walls. For him, this was a restoration of people. This was a restoration of what God was wanting to achieve amongst his people. Because it would have been awful, wouldn't it, if they just rebuilt this wall and the walls just contained the same people with the same rebellious nature that they had. Because they turned away from God, that they'd gone their own ways. And that would have been terrible, that all this did was protect them in their comfort. And so what we see is a celebration and a joy rising up amongst people because of what they were rediscovering about God, what they were rediscovering about what it meant to know God, what it meant to understand his relentless love towards them. Because God is relentless. You know, when we think about God's love towards you and me today, do you think about him being relentless and faithful to you even when we're not faithful? Because this story is not about the people being faithful and so God did something. It was in the midst of their unfaithfulness that God moved. And this is our story, isn't it? That in the midst of our unfaithfulness, you know, there are times in my life where I look back and constantly see where I've not been faithful to God in all areas of my life, but I've seen the goodness of God shown towards me regardless. And that is the goodness of God. And so God is gracious and compassionate. He is slow to anger and rich in love. And so this celebration of God's work in our lives today, we need to think about this in the context of what is he restoring? He is restoring life. He's giving us hope where well, we just felt lost. And out of this, this song should arise, this song of worship. And this is what we see amongst the people. This song of worship starts to arise amongst the people. And this is what it should be in the church as God restores us and is restoring us, that song would rise up. You know, whether that's individually or whether that's corporately, that we would see that song rise up. You know, this, this is our story here on earth right today, that God, in, through the person of Jesus, is restoring us. He, he's doing something really deep in our lives, that he's stepped into human history. He came and lived this perfect life, didn't he? He came to show us and reveal to us the nature of God that we might know him and that we might be changed by him. You know, that when we've lost hope, that he can bring hope back to us. When we've been in despair, that he can turn that around and bring freedom from the past. And this is what God is like. This is the nature of the God that we love. So what does it mean to know God's kindness at this time for you? What do you need from God? Because he is close to the brokenhearted. He is close to those who have no hope. But for you today, you might just be thinking, 
you know what? For me, I know God, but this is a time of rebuilding. This is a time that God might stir something in me that is deeper and stronger as I move forward. As I think about moving out of lockdown, what does that look like? What could God rebuild in my life? And God is for you. And God is for us. He wants to use us. He wants to transform us. But more than that, he wants to transform you that you might bring life to others. And that, that is just an amazing thing that God has set us in community. The community of the church, but also the communities that we live in that we might be the light of the world. I just love it. Do you know what? One of the greatest things for me in my life is when I see people change. I love sitting with people and, and letting them see the goodness of God in their lives as they start to discover the mercy of a heavenly father who loves them, who is passionate for them, who is kind, who is gentle, but yet who calls us to be more like Christ. And this, this is our reality. Yeah, when we think about rebuilding at this time, we're thinking about bringing the kingdom of God here on earth as it is in heaven. That's what we pray, isn't it, in the Lord's Prayer. And this is our call as God's people, is will we bring God's kingdom here on earth? You know, the Holy Spirit is, is just longing to work in each one of us moving forward as we rebuild. And you wanna, might want to think about how are you going to rebuild? You know, that might be thinking about how your family works. It might be how, how you're managing your, your finances, how you're managing your time. How are you giving of yourself to this church community? You know, we're looking at moving forward, aren't we, as missional communities. People who want to love each other well, want to love God well, and make that known to a world to reveal the goodness of God, to reveal Jesus to a world that don't know him. And this is what we can be part of. You know, there is no greater story for us to be part of. There is no greater redemptive nature that we could point to than God himself. And this is our story, that God is doing something deep within us personally, but that God would use us as a church to bring hope back to a nation when there is a lot of hope that has been lost. And so the other thing about this story in Nehemiah is, is this restoration of God's word. You know, they, they spent hours and hours and hours just listening to the word of God. They learned how to re-celebrate God's word together. That was part of their worship. And I think that's a real challenge to us at the moment as we're moving forward into a life that is going to be different. But what isn't different is God's word. That he remains true through all situations. That his promises are true through all things. And so we want to really give ourselves to understanding the nature of God. And we do that through reading his word, amongst other things. But a real call back to celebrating the word of God in our lives. And there's a real challenge to us at this time to do that. You know, to be a people who will give ourselves to that process. And so we continue forward to be part of this redemptive story. You know, when we think about the lives around us, whether that's in our families, whether that's in our friendships, whether that's in our small group, in our missional community, whether that's in the world around us, you know, we are called to make a difference. And that is what we celebrate. We celebrate a God who is able to come and bring change at this time. But not only that, he is able to use us in the process. Right at the end of this chapter, we see in, um, in verse 14, it says, 
the sound of rejoicing in Jerusalem could be heard far away. And I want us to be a church and I want to be a man that is used by God in a way that when, I, when we do things, people have a story to tell. That we have a story to tell about what God is doing in our own lives. But we can tell stories about what God is doing in our community too. We want to make his renown known in our community through our church. What greater thing is there to be part of? So moving forward, how might you give yourself to the rebuilding of what God is doing in the church? How might you think about how you spend your life on behalf of others? How much your world is revolved around you as opposed to the things of God? I'm really excited just to think that God would want to take our lives and make something great of them for his glory. And we get to be part of that story. And so let's sacrifice, let's give our, in our worship, let's think about him and what he might do with each of us moving forward as we do church, as we do community, as we live for his glory. Amen.